0: The fun has arrived. That's right. Fun TBD. Fun not guaranteed. Now, we are going to have a good time. It's Allie and James. Ah, Let's drop the subject.
1: (laughs) Way to sell the show off the bat, Allie. Fun (laughs) not guaranteed. Fun TBD. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, we always have a good time here on the show. I know that you have been working very hard you started working nights which is uh, i thought was going to be very exciting because it would make for some extremely tired james moments on the air which is always (laughs) nice but then you actually got more rest than i thought so hopefully later in the week or next week we will get a little bit of delirium james which was great during your dissertation
1: Yeah. Oh, that was fantastic. Yeah. Delirium James. Because there was some times in there where I was doing nights and then writing. And then, yeah, I was like not sleeping for 24 hours. So I apologize for any dumb things I said or lots of the screaming that I would do during COVID. But now, now I'm generally a more rusted person. So the nights aren't bothering me as much. But we shall see. I have many more nights to work in the next few days. So uh, hopefully I won't be quite as... I mean, I think I'm always a little crazy, right? That makes me fun. I'm just a wild and crazy gay.
0: Yeah, that's where the fun TBD comes in. Yeah. Now, I have a question for you just to... Just right off the bat. Mm -hmm. uh, Mm-hmm. It's obviously been very, very hot out, but it's also... Uh, We've seen a lot more wildlife in our area. I live in a canyon, so there's a lot of little bunny rabbits. There's an excessive amount of coyote howling at night. And there have been more and more animal sightings. And most of them are less and less afraid. Uh, I do get up very early every morning. I'm I'm usually leaving my house at about 4.30 every morning. And there are about six to seven little bunnies outside Aww. my apartment every day and Can't. they're becoming less and less afraid of me they're just like oh hey sup?" um and the first time <laughs> they're did. like ah! but now now we're friends but Aww. last night little do they know I, little do they know i eat them no i, <laughs> I need your um, foot oh yes okay last night i'm making dinner uh-huh. and uh katie my wife is conducting therapy and so she's in the other room and I'm so I'm by myself in the kitchen and I'm cooking up a rabbit leg and <laughs> all of a sudden I hear
1: blood curdling screams. <gasps> oh God. From the rabbits? Like at the end of <laughs> mortal, mortal, not mortal Kombat? What is that? Fatal attraction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, what? It's like, no, that's finish.
1: Finish it. it. <laughs> finish you. No. Okay. So blood curdling screams while you're stewing a rabbit. Got it.
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> i it, it was and on the scale of screams there are some where you know that they're just facetious or that it's someone being over dramatic or that it's just a child playing you know there are certain screams that you hear that you categorize as non-emergency right 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 these screams seemed like emergency and they were oh. right outside of my <gasps> window so i Whoa. rushed over and I saw two little girls holding each other and shiver, like shivering in fear.
1: What? And
0: I was like, oh, this no. This is the
1: start of a horror movie, Allie.
0: Right. And it's towards the evening. And mm-hmm. there's all that weird smoky, you know, sunset ash thing going on. So you kind of already look like you're on Mars. Right, right, right. Uh, it's Dead Canyon. You know, like it, it really does look apocalyptic. So, I look to my right and I'm expecting to see like a T-1000 Terminator type situation. <laughs> right. And instead, I see their mother holding up a cell phone and she's fil- filming something and she's laughing.
2: <gasps>
0: and I was, and but I couldn't see what she was filming. Uh-huh. So, I immediately went from this is an emergency to this is an Instagram emergency. I need to film whatever she's filming.
1: Right. <laughs> Right, exactly so <laughs> where's my phone
0: I ran around to the other window so that I could see she, what was going on and she is filming the biggest tarantula I have ever <gasps> seen walking down the sidewalk like literally strutting like at a rhythmic pace what? in the middle of the sidewalk with people around doesn't give a crap just a ella-
1: tarantula yeah Gut out! In and then the I, so I walked out onto
0: our little balcony, and sh- and the mom looks up to me, and I was like, "I understand the scream now. Like, like that was accurate. <laughs> right. If I was a kid Whoa. and I had seen that, I yes. would have shrieked the blood curdling shriek."
1: A kid, uh, I would have shrieked the blood curdling shriek like a nine year old girl now. Exactly. <laughs> well, wow, are you
0: kidding me? So then I walked out and I tried to get video of it. Of course it ran under a car just as I got like <gasps> a split second of it and put it on no. Instagram. But um <laughs> no, 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 you know, I, I posted it. It was my new neighbor and people were like, Nope, I would move. I would literally break my lease and move. So Yep, yep, uh, absolutely. Apparently like, it's
1: tarantula season in my area. No, okay, but like I'm sorry, but tarantulas are not Native to Calabasas. Like I uh, some this is someone's tarantula pet that got out. And no,
0: I've seen several.
1: No, you have not.
0: Yeah. Uh, there are not tarantulas
1: up on the in Southern California. Allie, I live however far away from you. That means the tarantula is that close to me. Absolutely not. You are telling lies and stories. This is this is a brand new segment on Drop the Subject called Allie Tells Lies. There are no <laughs> tarantulas.
0: Eight-legged lies. <laughs>
1: Eight legged lies. Oh, come on now. And see, that's the thing. You have to trap the tarantula because now you don't know where it is. So now she's like coming for you. Right. She's going to hide in the backseat of your new car. She's going to crawl on you at 429 a.m. when you're on your way to work. Like it's going to be a whole thing. And it, I told see? yeah, I told you so already.
0: Oh, yeah. And then I had to tell Katie when she got out of her therapy session, she was like, I'm never going outside again. Ever. So that'll be fun to deal with. Um, uh, We have a lot of other stuff. Of course, it's not going to be tarantula talk all show long. When we get back, gay, gay or cray cray. And Dr. James is going to pitch a story to me. Very exciting. We'll get to that next. Drop the subject.
2: The new channel Q.
1: Welcome back to Drop the Subject on the new channel Q. Allie and James and... Normally you would be hearing Allie Johnson's voice right now because she would be introducing a part of the show that we call Gay Gay or Cray Cray. However... That's
0: right, but you're doing it this week. Tada!
1: Year. I'm going to take a crack at the old Gay Gay or Cray Cray. So Allie Johnson, here's how the game works. I will tell you a story. I will Great. remove all pronouns that I am able to remove and not give any specific names and then tell you the story that happened and you have to guess whether or not this crazy story that happened is crazy normal, not normal, I don't like that word, a crazy heterosexual couple or a gay gay couple. Allie, are you ready?
0: I've got pen and paper and I'm ready to go. Oh, you're
1: taking notes. See, I don't take notes. I just like, you know.
0: I'm not really holding a
1: pen and paper. Oh, Okay. (laughs) I suppose I could just look at you on the camera and see that you're not holding up <laughs> pen and paper. Okay. So, headline of the story. And and bear with me, because this is the first time I've done this. It might be a little challenging. Woman glued up her own vagina in attempt to frame X for the crime.
0: Their X, or are you replacing the person's name with X? Their the X. So this is a, we were together, now we're not, and I'm getting back at you by sewing up my vagina?
1: Uh, with glue, yes. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. The
0: age-old story, I mean, <laughs> you heard them one, you've heard them all. Let me hear the details.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, this person is now starting, by the way, a 10-year prison sentence for this. <gasps> so, oh, no. Uh-huh. So this person glued up their vagina in a very desperate attempt to try and frame their ex-lover for a crime of assault. So this person accused their ex-partner of kidnapping them outside of their home and later abandoning them while semi-naked. And then upon abandonment, squeezed super glue into their private parts. So people believed this story and The accused was given nicknames, and apparently this was a big story in Europe. Didn't necessarily happen here in the States. We didn't hear as much about it. But the story started to unravel when police doing their investigations started to uncover CCTV footage from a Chinese supermarket that was like right around the corner and their their cameras were angled at the supposed area where this assault happened. They also found CCTV footage of a different supermarket where this person was seen on camera buying super glue and a quote, kidnap kit.
0: Oh, a, a wait, d- where do they sell that? Right.
1: I was like, what is a kidnap kit? Um, the kidnap kit did include knives, which this person did go on to use to harm themselves during this made up assault thing out in the middle of the street. Uh the police also found using cameras from the one that was pointed around the corner that the car described being used in the assault was not the car that was seen at the time that was there. It was a completely different car. So the partner actually had been in prison already and awaiting trial from all of this. And then the person who glued their own vagina together I mean, wow. First of all, the links wow. you need to go to. Okay, let me finish the story. It's so,
0: harder to get into the cop car. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, who? oh uh, Finally, all of this started to unravel, and then that person eventually confessed. Um, now, that person also owes the ex, who is now out of prison, also owes them 25,000 euro once they finish serving their 11 year sentence
0: Damn, isn't that
1: crazy damn europe i mean yeah europe is not playing <laughs> Just for a
0: little vagina glue just
1: for some vagina glue well the vagina glue and you say someone else did it but you did it to yourself that will buy you mm-hmm. 11 years in prison in spain
0: oh got it okay all right all right, so I've got some details here. I don't know too much about her, but I do know that she's psycho. Um, <laughs> the partner was in prison, which I don't know why that makes me just gender biasly think that's a dude. I'm sh- There are many, many women who will be in prison. Uh, let's see. I'm going to just go, I'm going to go gay, gay. I think this is two lesbians. It's just a gut feeling. Am I correct?
1: Vanessa Justo. Accused former boyfriend, Ivan Rico, Yay! of kidnapping her. Wah, wah. Um, but really, the most important part of this story is, um, Allie, how'd I do? How'd I do in my first gay, gay or cray gay?
0: You know, it was a tough story, um, but and it, it was an open-shut case. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay. and I can't
0: uh, I'm, I'm not gonna even go into the fact that I actually can relate to this woman but that's a different story for a different day <laughs> so we're just gonna leave that there <laughs> Ouch. drop the subject
2: the new channel q
0: drop the subject with ali and dr james simmons just fresh off of a gay gay cray cray and now Whew. we use dr james simmons for his doctorate abilities yes he gets paid money to help people but we get free advice from him every single day so we will again ask the np you know what happens
1: when a nurse is
2: late People
0: die. then, let's get the party started. You can always ask the NP (laughs) anytime you want. At Ask the NP, you can direct message him for answers to all of your burning questions, literally. I wanted to get your medical expertise on this. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming you know about Castor Semenya. Yes. Who is a, a runner from South Africa, and she has just been... Uh, undergoing a very long process in terms of whether or not she is allowed to compete as she's a runner. She's an Olympic runner. She's a double Olympic runner, (laughs) double Olympic 800-meter champion.
1: Champion, yeah.
0: She just lost her appeal to the Swiss Federal Tribunal, um, which rules that female athletes, because she has a a high testosterone level naturally, They have now ruled that she needs to take medication to reduce that testosterone. So my question to you, James, is how and when does this occur in humans when they have, uh, you know, higher levels of either estrogen or testosterone in their natural bodies? And then we can talk about how messed up it is that they're asking her to change what occurs (laughs) naturally within that body.
1: You know, it's complicated, but it's also not that complicated. So there are. You know, we all have different levels of hormones in our bodies at different times throughout the lifespan, as well as in like puberty and in our development in general. We also, as we have learned that gender and sex, not identity, I'll get there, are not a binary. There is not just female, just male, that's it. And it's solely based off of, <clears throat> excuse me, your biological parts, like your genital parts. There are um, as many as some, some say as many as 10% of all births in in the world are intersexed individuals. And that oftentimes individuals are in that moment when they're an infant, when they're born, parents are told they have to make a choice or it's recommended to say, well, this individual has prime. Primarily male genitalia. So let's make this person male, and there mm-hmm. will be like surgeries that will follow. So there are lots of intersex people as well who have not had surgeries to quote correct them from one way or the other. So when we realize this, and when we sort of open ourselves up to the fact that gender is not a binary, there are people who are classified in society as being male or female, but they have higher levels of different hormones. Like in Castor's case, Castor identifies as a woman, has intersex traits, has what's called hyper and androgenism and has a higher level of testosterone. But Castor is a woman with all of these things. And so then what we have to do is sort of go into a deeper level discussion about, well, what. Is being a woman, what is identity and why? And I think in the case of of Castor in particular, you know, Castor is black. And so there are there's this whole, you know, massage noir, so misogyny against black Mm -hmm. women, and there's trans massage noir, so misogyny against trans black women. I would also add maybe there's this is sort of an intersex massage noir going on now that there are other women inside of the sport who are petite and white and have what we have determined in society so far as a quote, normal level of testosterone for a woman. So because Castor doesn't fit that binary mold, we're saying it's wrong. And we're saying that it's cheating and it's unfair when really we need to sort of, I think, take a step back and and look at what what is gender and what is what is the intersex traits that we all have to some degree and our hormones to all degree.
0: Well, as soon as a black woman encroaches on what the male territory would then be, or to be like, you're, you're as strong as a man. So you either need to be, you need to pick again. It's about the choice, right? You either need to be put in the men's category or the women's category. And it does. It's so complicated because it makes you think about why we gender sports anyway, to be like, okay, for Olympics, there are women, sports and men's sports and women do the floor exercises and men do the pommel horse and the rings. And why is that? That's just because men and women are made up genetically differently and they're able to do different things with their bodies. What would happen if you switched those things? Um, But then again, if you made sports co-ed, many women would probably not be Winning is often right, so then making them the one and the same is also has its own issues attached to it, especially when it comes to sexism and sports. So there's just so much.
1: There are actual biological differences in all of our bodies, wherever we fall on the gender spectrum, right? Because it's not a binary, but and those bodies allow us to do certain things different than others, but. What I think is really interesting about this is that then we we get into this complex conversation about identity and about intersexness and about competition and about how that's handled in the world of sport. And I think what's just most striking to me is that we, I'll go back to my Michael Phelps example, right? There's, you could make the very, very similar claim about Michael Phelps and about, you know, all of this being like, well, testosterone is typically identified with, with men, and so then is that are you're you're a man trying to cheat in our sport like that whole thing and oh by the way you're black and oh by the way you have these hyper androgynous like features about you that make you like visually different than what other right. quote women look like like it's really really kind of ugly and I, I'm I I think it's unfortunate that the Swiss Tribunal and the CAS actually came out and they're like well we we don't have issues with anyone's gender identity we just have issues with your testosterone. And so she would literally have to take supplements to lower her testosterone to continue to compete, and I think that's what's really screwed up in this.
2: Yeah, very messed up. Drop the subject. The new channel Q.
1: Drop the subject. New channel Q. Allie Johnson, Doctor James Simmons. When you broadcast with someone for eight months straight every single day, sometimes there are some things that oh, I mean, <clears throat> live live with someone. Live with hey, when you live this with supposed someone, to be about
0: significant others. Oh
1: crap sorry i i don't think i understood the assignment um so listen there there is this thing that happens when you live with someone for a long time relationship folks couple folks i'm talking to y'all out here and all right also single people the grass is not always greener just I'm just throwing that out there. Like I feel like single people are always like, "Oh, I want to do anything to be in a relationship." And people in a relationship are like, "This is great," but boy, when I was single, it was awesome too. And one of those things that tends to develop over time in relationships is what has now been coined. What is this allergy? Social allergy?
0: Emotional allergies Emotional? or social al- allergies, depending oh, Lord. and. You know, we can just create these buzzwords and you can either think uh, emotional allergies. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Or you can just chalk it all up to, hey, you're being annoyed by your partner all the time or your or your, uh, your roommate or whoever. It's to the point where you're around them all the time and everything that they do or a certain habit that they have bugs the crap out of you. But why don't we go back to what you think you're emotionally allergic to with me?
1: <laughs> Damn it. I thought I was going to make a joke and then it came back to bite me. <laughs> Nothing.
0: Seriously, what Allie, does it,
1: You're Just perfect. be honest.
0: No, I'm not.
1: <laughs> you're like what just annoys you? I
0: what don't annoys you about me.
1: So, huh? Mm-hmm. Nothing. You know, the only thing that really annoys me, honestly, because we're yeah. we're still. By the way, folks listening, we are still, even though we took a little time off, vacation and whatever, and we're back. I know we sound fabulous, but we're still doing this through FaceTime, and yep. I, oh, the Wi-Fi, the 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 delay. No, yeah. just in general, our delay, I think, really screws up our conversation. Like that, yeah, yeah. that is about this whole thing. That's the second most annoying thing, really, that happens. I think the most annoying thing about you, Allie Johnson, is Jesse.
0: <laughs> Agreed. I was going to say the same thing about you. That's so funny. Oh, that's
1: so seed. This is yeah. why we work so well together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the most annoying thing about each other is our own producer. Is
1: our producer.
0: Uh, and he can't even chime in to defend nope. himself he's <laughs> trying
1: weird. to laugh he thinks he's take looks like he's taking it well but it's like crushing his soul on the inside yeah, he's like yeah.
0: mainlining a glass of right. water right he was now.
1: like god it was great when they were gone
0: uh, yeah <laughs> we're back ha. well yes this is basically just that that say your partner clicks their pen whenever they're thinking about you know whatever they're thinking about something if they're writing and when you first meet them, you're like, oh, that's so endearing and blah, blah, blah. And then eventually it just irks you every single time you hear it to the point where you cannot tolerate it anymore. And it resembles a physical allergy. Now, does that Mm. mean that you're going to be getting congested and sneezing every time you hear a pen click? I'm going to go ahead and say no. But wouldn't that be great if there were actual physical ramifications? <laughs> you
1: just like started like you like broke out in hives every time your partner like like left their underwear on the bathroom floor. You're
0: like, Oh Yes! <laughs> That's kind <laughs> of what's happening to me. Maybe that is an emotional allergy. Wait,
1: happening to you, is this about me? Allergy 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 Allie, what is your allergy to me allergy, Allie? No,
0: my, my, I have had these oh. hives since March.
1: Is it me? Have I been causing the hives on your hands? Are
0: you giving me emotional allergies? Oh. Do I actually? Emotional
1: social allergies. We've been, we're, uh, you're overexposed to me, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> I now Every give Every time you...
0: we do this show, I break out into hives. I will put them on the, I will put them on our social so you can see what they look like. Every, it is, there is a correlation between when we were on the uh-huh. air together and when that rash, because I, I will talk to you it's about all. it because you're the guy who you're the only person that understands because you have a bit deeper understanding of what causes these things. Uh-huh. So every time I'm like every other lame person who's just like, <laughs> what is this now? What's this Now thing it's happening now? Right. 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 But it doesn't happen yesterday at this time, you know? So who knows the jury's out. Maybe it is me being allergic to you, to you.
1: Whoa. What or, do you think it is? Dude, Jesse, is, am I, is it that I'm so handsome? or that i have such an amazingly deep like like earth-shattering voice. Like, I don't know,
0: but you know what? Maybe it's since you shaved your beard. Maybe <gasps> i'm emotionally allergic to your mustache. To my
1: mustache. <laughs> and you have to grow back your beard. I think i'm allergic to it too. <laughs>
0: If you are allergic to James's mustache, just give us a call, uh, 8337, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, We'll be right back with more Drop the Subject, Don't Go Anywhere, Lots to Cover. Um, Yes, that's about (laughs) (laughs) it.
1: There's there's more show, we promise, stay tuned.
0: (laughs) Drop the Subject,
2: the new Channel Q.
0: Welcome back to Drop the Subject, I'm Allie Johnson, and it is Friday, which means... We get to talk to Dr. Jen, our favorite licensed psychotherapist. Welcome back to the show, Dr. Jen, as always. Thank you so much. How the hell has life been? Just t- t- ten seconds. What what the hell's been going on in your life? Still staying well, you home. Know, I've
3: been hanging at home. I've been with my kids. I've been with Eric and my parents, and just you know, getting by in a pandemic and helping people in my private practice and you know, writing a column, doing those things.
0: Yes, you can you can keep up with all of yeah. Dr. Jen's columns on InStyle. She does a hump day article every Wednesday. Um, and this week I wanted to talk to you about there was a, a great question or sort of a how to article that I found about how to stop comparing yourself to past versions of you. I don't want to just start with like midlife crises. But when you're older, and then you look at you know, those damn Facebook memory things. And you're like, oh, I was so much skinnier. Oh, I was so young. Or, oh, I was so carefree. And I did X, Y, and Z. And now I I don't do fun and adventurous things. How do you begin to process not comparing yourself to that past version? I
3: think the number one thing is to make peace with who you are and where you are in your life. And I think it's a lot easier to do that when we feel like, I'm the best me that I can be. I'm practicing good self care. I am eating healthy. I am exercising. I'm getting enough sleep. I'm taking care of my work. So, it, it, to me, the comparison factor is the, the biggest vulnerability is when we're not happy with who we are now. And to me, it doesn't matter how old you are, it doesn't matter where you are in your life, we can always work on ourselves to be the best us that we can be at any point in our life. I mean, I know that I was an elite level athlete in my teens, I was on the national team for five years. And now here I am many decades later, I'm in better shape than I was then, because I take really good care of myself. And I don't starve myself. I mean, if you follow my Insta stories, you can see the matcha bread I make and the, you know, impossible burgers and all that sort of stuff. So to me, it, it's very much about good self-care and making peace with who we are on a deep and profound level, which also means doing work on ourselves, which oftentimes is therapy.
0: Well, when it comes to, say, if your physical appearance and you're saying, oh, I, I, I look different, I don't look the way that I am now, why don't I create this goal of trying to fit back into my prom dress or whatever it is? Do you feel in general like that's a healthy route or should you just say, hey, you know what? Got to accept where I am now. Maybe I could be a little healthier. Would you recommend just keeping those two things separated or will it make someone feel better to be able to get to that weight that they were in high school? Great question. And I really like
3: process-oriented goals. I'm not in the best shape of my life because I made a choice to go, I made a goal to weigh a certain amount or look a certain way. What happened for me was I... Started working out and I got, I started to feel a sense of accomplishment. Like I I always said, Oh, I'm not a runner, I'm not a runner. And then I got into running. And what happened was I started to feel so good, like, Wow, I accomplished this. I can't believe I can do this. What else can I do? And it became different. I think that when we make goals to fit into pants or weigh a certain thing, I think that we're setting ourselves up for disaster. We can't control how our bodies respond to things, but what we can control is what we do. So I like process-oriented goals as opposed to end-focused goals. Right. So it's about the journey and not the result. Exactly. Got it. Exactly. And I think that we end up much more peaceful that way, and and we have
0: more of a sense of accomplishment, and it really helps us accomplish really good self-care. There must be waves of this that come through in your life, right? You reach different milestones, you reach the age of 40, or you have your first kid. Do different waves of this come up for different reasons? And are you ever jealous of your own children? Are you you asking kind of in general for me personally? Oh, both. We've got time.
3: Thing about the kid, that's an easy no-brainer. I've never been jealous of my kids. I want my kids to Have more than me, be better than me, look look better than I ever look. Like I want nothing but the best for my kids. And I think as a parent, especially a mother, if you find yourself having feelings of jealousy or envy with your kid, that's one thing to to look and be like, oh, I I miss my youth, you know, like I wish that I had appreciated it more. But if you're actually feeling jealousy and envy. It's time to get yourself into therapy to really examine what's going on for you because that will harm your relationship with your kids. I do think to address your other question, I do think that there are certain phases in our in our lives, and it, it's funny because an article came out um, a while ago. I think it was probably about two months ago that said that the new midlife crisis is working out, meditation, yoga, and like yeah. going. Or something like that. My kids are like, wow, mom, you've covered all of these. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, well, yeah, but I don't think it's a midlife crisis, but okay, you know. But I do think that, yeah, there are certain things when when we hit certain milestones, whether it's having a child or, you know, usually hitting a birthday that ends with a zero or a five, we tend to kind of get more focused on what do I need to do at this stage and have more of a sense of how much time we have left.
0: Do you ever recommend people just getting off of social media for this very reason? I mean, I think about when I compare myself to others, it usually involves seeing somebody on a beach somewhere with a heavily filtered photo, and I start comparing myself where I wouldn't have before.
3: Um, Yes, I have recommended people get off of social media. Also, the studies show that 30 minutes tends to be kind of the cutoff time, that when people are doing more than 30 minutes in a day, the rates of depression tend to go up. So I don't think you have to be black and white. I also do think that you have to really be selective about who you follow. If there's someone who you're following who is making you feel bad, then that don't follow that person. Unfollow them. Follow someone else that will help you to feel good about yourself. Follow people who have different bodies and shapes and sizes and you know all that sort of stuff, and who who really espouse messages that are positive and that inspire you as opposed to pull you down hmm.
0: you can follow dr jen at dr jen man two ends on jen two ends on man um exciting things always in her instyle.com articles every wednesday for hump day and you can also keep up with all of the uh other things that you i mean you're all over the place you're doing things all the time dr jen com. thanks dr jen as always thank
2: you drop the subject the new channel cue
0: drop the subject with Ali and James it's Thursday just in case you were wondering I know it's hard still people can't tell the days apart but if you have been I keeping mean, up
1: sometimes it's really hard like there's just so much going on in my life right now between sex tapes and magazine covers and Botox that my phone just like sometimes won't even update uh, let me know what day it is no. um, can you, but can you keep up with what day it is? <laughs> uh,
0: all right, I see what you're getting at. It's uh-huh. that the Kardashians <laughs> are right? no longer going to be doing their <laughs> reality show, and this was this uh, obviously happened a couple of days ago, and we've been back backlogged. We haven't had a chance to talk about it. Um, I have never felt happier. It it's a moment in history where we can just kind of close the chapter. <laughs> And then take it. Just put that book back in the library and be like, "That happened. How? How do we explain to our children's children how this show began, grew into an empire, and then eventually ended? Um, Twenty seasons, fourteen years, millions of brain cells that we will never get back." And I know that you enjoy the Kardashians more than I do, James. But I
1: mean, I just am like sort of personally offended. Like me, how I feel about everything. What I'm saying is that I haven't destroyed anyone's brain cells from watching fourteen years and twenty seasons of the Kardashians. I mean, people like us, Allie, they we don't we have billions of followers and billions of dollars uh, for a reason. I think you're just jealous. I
0: mean, probably, but did I miss now that now that it's all over? What happened? What did I miss? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you want me to sum up fourteen Keep me, yeah, years? Yeah, get me and caught up seasons? on the Kardashians
0: after all this, all these years.
1: Well, actually, you know, I, I, and in if you really want to think about it, it actually goes back to pre OJ Simpson trial. If you really want to know the story of the Kardashians, like no, it no, no, that I- that deep, right? <laughs> So once upon I, a time, I one day, there maybe some- I
0: will, I'll, you know what I'll do? <laughs> I'll wait until there's like a 30 minute 2020 episode about it. And then I'll just watch that.
1: And then you'll just watch that. You can go OJ Simpson trial. Dad dies. Sex tape with Ray J. Um, multiple marriages. Some mm-hmm. f- professional athletes. A few kids. A big TV show. A makeup line. A White House run. Kanye. A White House run. Kim's going to about to be a lawyer. And rumor is they were asking for too much money, which is why E finally canceled the show.
0: Oh, got it. Uh, Well, I'm glad that I now don't need to watch that 2020 episode. There you go. Um, But (laughs) here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a little bit of a quiz Ah. to celebrate the keeping up with their Kardashians reign ending. I thought (laughs) I would uh, quiz you on some of the famous and not so famous quotes From Kim Kardashian herself. This is a game I like to call K-I-M or K-I-D. Was it said by Kim Kardashian or a little child? Or
1: a kid. Okay, I'm totally gonna get this because me and Kim are like besties.
0: Mm -hmm. All right, here's your first one. Mm -hmm. I love white. I have a white car.
1: You used your Britney Spears voice for that one. (laughs) That kind of threw me off a little bit. Because that's also something that Britney Spears would say. Um, I'm going to go with Kim.
0: You're correct. That sounds like a Kim thing.
1: I have a white car.
0: I love white. I have a white car. Um, (laughs) Here's your second one. Uh Uh-huh. I love to eat Kit Kats and cookies and cream ice cream.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it's just... It's not any Kardashian, it's just either Kim or a kid? Yes. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, kiddo on that one.
0: No, that was Kim Kardashian. Oh, and wow. this is on a, a a long, long article of 150 of Kim Kardashian's most notable quotes. This was on page three.
1: And that <laughs> you went through 120 <laughs> of Kim's most notable quotes and found, uh-huh. I like... Candy and ice cream, or whatever.
0: I love, oh, just in case you're keeping track at home, I love to eat Kit Kats and cookies and cream ice cream. That was on Kim's most notable quotes, a BuzzFeed article that is very, very long. Here's your next one mm. I went pee pee with Brayden, and it was Tucker's birthday yesterday. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is it one of her kids? How about I find a, the happy m- <laughs> middle? Know. Like, it's one of her kids. Yeah. Kid.
0: So you're going with a kid? Yep. And you're saying it's her kid.
1: I think it's one of her kids. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's find out. Three times. And I went pee-pee with Brayden. And it was um, Tucker's birthday yesterday. That was Oh, so it
1: was <laughs> Kim. <No. laughs>
0: Her kid, it was uh, an episode of Kids Say the Darndest Things, the 50th anniversary special. Oh, um, and then finally, here's your last one. I think it would be so much fun to be in the White House.
1: (gasps) Oh, come on, that has to be Kim. That has to be Kim. I think it
0: would be so much fun to be in the White House.
1: Because I like white cars and white houses. (laughs) Kim Kardashian.
0: You are correct. It's Kim Kardashian. And your final quote is one of her most famous, which is, quote, I'm totally growing up.
2: Thank you so so (laughs) much for playing. (laughs) I'm totally
1: growing up. And that was just from last season.
2: (laughs) Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents...
0: News It or Lose It. News It or Lose It time. Yes, it's the DTS staple. Allie Johnson here, James Simmons over there, and here's how it works. We've each got two headlines in front of us, but we can only news one of them. The other one we must lose, and sometimes that works out to our advantage, and sometimes it doesn't. I have two headlines in front of me. Are you ready to hear them?
1: Oh, am I ever...
0: All right. I think I might get this on the first try. Here's your first headline. Mm-hmm. Brown recluse spider bites man in his sleep, causing him to almost lose <gasps> his arm.
1: No. Are you Should kidding me? Out of this no. <laughs> Come on. We cannot have a spider themed show. This is too. So wait, I voluntarily moved to this. This is like Australia. There's a reason I don't live in Australia because like the ten of the ten deadliest spiders all live there. But apparently tarantulas and brown recluses also live in L.A.
0: Yeah, they're all over the damn place. All right, so you're losing that story. So what I'm yeah. hearing? Yeah. Great. <laughs> then you're going to hear an update to the boneless chicken wings guy of Lincoln, <gasps> Nebraska.
1: Oh yes, because it's. I mean, this is the most publicity Nebraska has gotten in years, <laughs> right? It is awesome. I He's do doing love that it for
0: tourism, he,
1: right? And he totally has this like nebraska hippie haircut still from like the 80s like oh dude uh anyway your two headlines ali johnson headline number one naked woman used sex toy in adult store
0: oh well that's great but predictable so i'm gonna lose it
1: i think that's a great idea because literally it's just a story about that there's like nothing else to it and they told her to stop and she did and then she left uh all right fine then you are going to hear about colin kaepernick is back (gasps) (gasps) Yay.
0: Okay, good. I do want to hear about that. Why don't you go first this time? Okay.
1: Very good. Uh, So Colin Kaepernick is back.
0: (gasps) (laughs) Great. My turn. I'm just
1: kidding. Right. My turn. But wah, wah. Only in the new version of Madden. Wah, wah. So Madden is super popular. It's like the NFL football game, by the way, for those of you who are not gamers. Um, and it's named after John Madden, former coach and Hall of Fame uh, broadcaster, and all this stuff. He's kind of an idiot, but whatever. But every year Madden comes out, and there's always this thing about like who's the athlete on the cover of Madden, right? It's usually like the best all around player. That player, yeah, it's usually Tom Brady. Yeah, well, and often goes on to have a bad season. So players sometimes really? are like, "Don't put me on the cover of Madden." It's like the superstitious thing, right? <gasps> I well,
0: didn't know that.
1: Isn't that really funny? So. uh. Cap, Colin Kaepernick, who, as most of you will recall, um, has not played since 2016, even though in that season he was one of the best quarterbacks because he started kneeling during the national anthem and started a lot of awareness of police brutality against Black people, which helped propel us to where we are now. But the NFL teams don't want to, quote, deal with the drama of that. So no one has signed him, which is really sad. But Madden decided, we're going to put him in the game. So Colin Kaepernick still does not actually play for an NFL team, but you can play him as if he were playing on an NFL team in the new version of Madden.
0: And are you excited about the NFL playing tonight? <laughs> tonight is the uh, kickoff, the Chiefs yeah. and the Texans.
1: I know, and I can't, I don't know. I'm really, really? torn.
0: Oh, I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, the the football-loving sports part of me is like, football's back, and it's (laughs) full. Like, oh, come on, FF. I'm going to drink a beer, and I'm going to stick my hand down my pants, and I'm going to watch football, and I'm going to call my dad. Because the thing that's, I think, the most important to me is my dad is, you know, almost 80, and we totally bond over football. Like, it's like Mm -hmm. our thing. So... I, but then at the same time, I'm like, God, you're. Ju- they're so far behind in social justice initiatives, racial justice initiatives. Even before yeah, all of that, like all of the players and coaches and staff were accused of sexual assault that were never punished, and like all of these things. Like the NFL is just like an estastic organization.
0: Oh yeah, it's awful.
1: And so part of me is like, well, I can't watch to support it. Like how hypocritical of me. But then also like I want to talk football with my dad.
0: I know it's tough. It's really tough. Um all right, let's move on to Boneless Wings before we get out of here. Yeah. Um, you may recall we discussed a guy who was he was uh doing God's work. He was going into these city council <laughs> meetings and he had a whole case against Boneless Wings and he said Boneless Wings are just chicken tenders and they should be named accordingly. Buffalo Wild Wings has responded to his name's Anders. Anders's request. This is their statement. We serve boneless wings and we love them. So while we disagree with Onder on his mission, we respect his passion for chicken. (laughs) So in our sports bars in Lincoln, Nebraska, we will donate a dollar for every boneless wing sold to the local Boys and Girls Club.
1: Oh, come on. And And
0: Onder gets free traditional wings for a year on us.
1: Wait. (laughs) So traditional. I think it would have been funnier if they like you can have a lifetime supply of boneless wings
0: boneless bitch and he's like oh, it's like right. twilight zone where he's got all the books and the glasses no glasses
1: see i totally think this guy but see here's the thing like this is what you do right this is what you do in the new world you go viral i think he should go he should now go and eat wings there every day and document it and then they can turn him into like the buffalo wild wings commercial guy and then he can make a bunch of money he can be like yes, the new flow sportsman. yeah see this is the whole thing and he can represent Nebraska good.
0: Do it. Yeah. We got to start doing weird stuff in city council meetings. We'll be right back. Drop the subject.
2: The new Channel Q. All
1: right. Drop the subject. Allie Johnson, James Simmons. You know, we we always will cover, you know, the hard-hitting and really difficult things that are going on in the world right now, including with the Black Lives Matter movement, the election, COVID-19, um, but sometimes those things can really be overwhelming. I know sometimes they are for me and they probably are for you listeners as well. And Ali, I know we've talked about this before as well. So we always like to, of course, bring a little levity to that conversation as well when you're listening to Drop the Subject. And we do very well by learning from the 1950s.
0: Yes, that is true, James. I mean, in some ways, we are going back in time. You know, you see people on roller skates again. Car hops are all the rage. People are doing drive-in shows, drive-in movies. And so it's time to look back at the 1950s and say, how similar is it to 2020, and what can we learn from it? And boy, there is a lot to learn from this list of 129 ways to get a husband. Shall we just dive right in?
1: <laughs> I think we should just di- dive. I'm sure that's, is that something? Go diving in a pool? That's probably, that sounds like something that would be on this list. Dive into the pool and act like you can't swim.
0: Yeah. And fake your swimming costume coming off. I feel like, so let's just start with some of that. Obviously, we don't have time to do a ho- all the 129, uh, though I wish we did. Um, things like volunteering for jury duty. That's supposed to help you get a husband.
1: Oh, and okay. <laughs> and also be friendly to ugly men. Handsome is as handsome does. <laughs> First of all, what does that even mean?
0: No, no clue. But it also says a little later in the article that you should not only befriend ugly men, you should befriend more attractive women because you might be eligible for their leftovers. Oh, <laughs> So, so if you're just rem- like an uggo.
1: <laughs> we should, if you're an ugo, right. If we should remind you, by the way, that this was originally published by the now defunct McCall's magazine, which was published from 1873 to 2002. So not that this list was published in 2002. I don't think McCall's was doing that bad. But just, just so you know, this list is obviously at least 1950s, if not even more archaic than that.
0: Here's one that might hold up in 2020. Don't room with a girl who is a sad sack and let her pull you down to her level. I would actually keep that one.
1: Yeah, I mean, we should change maybe the language around it. But yeah, I agree. Like, you know, surround yourself with positive people who are like fun. How about learning to paint? Set up an easel outside engineering school.
0: Well, some of these are so manipulative. I mean... Number 21 get a job demonstrating fishing tackle at a sports store. That seems like a lot to go through just to possibly meet a rogue fisher. But number 19 is get lost at football games. And there was another one that you had read James about somehow jerry rigging a way to get to the top of a Ferris wheel and accidentally get stuck. I mean, the the <laughs> conniving manipulation. No wonder women get this reputation of being manipulators.
1: Right, right, right. This is this is awful. Number 38. <laughs> dropping the handkerchief still works.
0: Not anymore. Not in 2020. You drop that handkerchief. That's what's that's that's your mask.
1: Right. right. No one's going to like, pick that up. Don't touch it. Leave it there. And, uh, this one's awfully bold. 37. Walk up to him and tell him you need some advice. Just just,
0: just any. walk
1: up to a random stranger. I need I need some advice.
0: Hi. Do you have any advice?
1: <laughs> and you have to say it in that voice. Huh? Do you have any advice?
0: Here's number 49. Get better looking glasses. Men still make passes at girls who wear glasses. Or try contact lenses. Ooh, exciting. So I mean, I guess there was a, a time period where people thought that if you wore glasses, you were completely undesirable. Number 58, get a sunburn. That is something that I don't think as a doctor you would recommend, James.
1: An oddly specific in like a weird way. like why, <laughs> why would that happen? Number 72, don't whine. Girls who whine stay on the vine. We're equating women to being picked, like picked like an apple, like a grape.
0: That's true. Yes.
1: Interesting. Uh, In relation to the one you had earlier, Allie, number 84, if he's a fisherman, learn to scale and clean fish. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on.
0: I read this in a magazine. (laughs) Ripping his guts out. Oh, uh, that is...
1: This uh-huh. one's bad. We've uh, There's been so many movies who have been off of this one as we leave. If he's rich, tell him you like his money. The honesty will intrigue him.
0: Oh, and then finally, uh, number 113, we'll leave you with this. If your mother is fat, tell him you take after your father. If he's fat too, tell him you're adopted. So just a nice list of lies that you can start with it's always good i'm sure dr jen would agree to start off a relationship with complete manipulation and dishonesty we'll be back with more drop the subject drop the subject
2: the new channel q drop the
1: subject Allie and james at dts show on the social medias and of course if you missed anything in today's show or this week at all it's super easy. I'm not sure if you've heard of this concept called a podcast. It's a thing, Ali. People are doing it these days, man. They're they're downloading audio and they're listening to it at their leisure. And you know what? You can do that with us. So if you miss anything, go to wherever you get your podcasts, preferably radio.com, and. Download or search for Drop the Subject. Put on a little reminder there, too, the little bell. Ding! So that you see every time a podcast gets uploaded, you can download and listen to us. We are so thankful that you are listening as we wrap up the show here. We decided that... um We might start just a little conversation about uh, book clubs, right? Because we all got a little extra time on our hands lately. And instead of watching or maybe you have watched every single thing on Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and whatever, maybe you can read. I don't know. There's there's this guy that people are kind of writing about lately, Allie.
0: Yeah, there's a whole Trump reading list. I actually think that there's enough now to create a Barnes and Noble section. (laughs)
1: all about and it could be the pro trump section and the anti trump uh, section because yeah. I, I think <laughs> there's enough books both ways, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. And so I, I, I did read Mary Trump's book. But what else is on the reading list? Because um, if you want to do some summer reading a little late into fall, that's fine. And there is one book that I know has a lot of people talking this week about some things that Trump said about coronavirus and, and some of the downplaying that he admitted to doing earlier this year.
1: It's called rage. (laughs) I love that. That's the title of the book. And it's the cover is great. It's this like it's like a half face silhouette of Donald who he doesn't look super ragey in this picture. But um, Bob Woodward, the other Bob Woodward. Do you know that I was taught journalism by one of the Bob Woodwards? You know, there's like three Bob Woodwards, right? There's a guy who broke Watergate, and then there's the guy (laughs) who's writing for the Times Now or whatever. And then another guy who was a journalist at the Washington Post during all of that, his name's Bob Woodward. He taught me journalism in college, Allie. Wow. I know. Small world. So one of the Bob Woodwards has a book out called Rage About Donald. It follows up Mary Trump's The One That You Said Too Much and Never Enough, The Room Where It Happened. By
0: oh that's right so that's out already that's
1: out yep john bolton's book um he goes inside and then michael cohen's book <laughs> it's really yeah
0: what's going on with that this
1: one? one is supposed to be like the one where he just like goes in and tells everything and it's called disloyal the true story of the former personal attorney to president donald j trump by and it's a really bad picture of michael cohen like i'm not he's not like kind of my type like he's not really i I don't find him visually appealing. I'm trying to be PC about this. Is it
0: prison Cohen or is it parole Cohen? <laughs> it's maybe house arrest Cohen. It's maybe
1: like the day he got out Cohen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like this whole process happened so fast. They were just like, all right, keep writing in your cell. Okay, now you're home. Okay, keep writing. Let's take a picture real quick. That'll be the book cover. Okay, just keep it moving. Keep it rolling.
1: Well, then, then off we go. Well, you know, they weren't. He wasn't supposed to be writing. That's why they wouldn't let him be on house arrest. And they put him back in jail. And I think they were like, yeah, whatever. You just keep on going with it. There are... um other books for all of our pro-Trump listeners. (laughs) Insert laugh track here. Uh, Newt Gingrich wrote a book, Trump and the American Future. Wow. Wow. Okay, that's enough for that one. So then we can go back to the the really great book, the book by Stephanie Winston, Melania and Me. I think this one might be the <gasps> juiciest one. Oh,
0: yeah. That's right. I forgot uh-huh. about... There's, see, there's so much reading material. <laughs> there's um, so much so reading material. So download material. those. I'm sure you can get Audible books and, and you can read it to your heart's content whether you're pro or anti there's there's books for everybody and um if you hate learning then whatever get a magic eye. when we uh we're gonna get out of here and you can download the podcast if you missed anything tomorrow we've got another new covid trend uh yes i know we already talked about those uh mask necklaces this one is a little <laughs> race here, Speaking so of necklaces. Say we're also going to talk to Jason Carter about things that are going on in Hollywood, specifically some of the new regulations for the Oscars. So uh, tune in for that and we'll see you then. Drop the subject,
2: the new channel Q.